Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy, here with my first cup of coffee. Mmm, could have been a little sweeter. I made a double latte today. I was, has a bit of a tired. Uh, today is... <laughs> Who knows? Actually, I do know. Today is Thursday. That was the part I was tripping on. It's Thursday, April 1st. No fooling. If you're hoping for a um, April Fool's podcast for me, you A, don't know me, <laughs> and B, uh, will be disappointed. I am not fond of the whole April Fool's Day prankster thing. Um, and I don't think it's that I lack of sense of humor. I think I have a good sense of humor. Um, April 1st is just the whole prank thing has never been funny to me. I often find that, uh, pranks are, are crueler than, than anything else. Um, yeah, not not fond of them. I know some of them are funny. I appreciate good satire. Um, there's one couple of kinds of humor that I really hate. Uh, one of which I won't tell you because the few occasions that I have confessed that I don't like this thing, then people start um, offering, <laughs> will like compulsively start offering that particular kind of humor to me. And and it's, <laughs> I, it's a bizarre thing. It's like, I tell people that it like, occasionally have mentioned that I uh, don't like this, that it like sets my teeth on edge. Sometimes I think it's akin to um, somebody who has perfect pitch, which I absolutely do not. Uh, I have like fuzzy pitch. <laughs> I can't even hear pitch very well. Uh, but someone like say having someone tell you that they have perfect pitch and can't abide anything sung off key and the person immediately has to start singing off key. It's, it's a weird phenomenon. So anyway, I've just stopped telling people because people like to torment me with it. Anyway, um, Happy April Fools. If you enjoy the day, I hope I didn't put a damper on it with my bitching. Um, yeah. Upset, right? So, um, let's do earrings. Today's earrings are a pair I've had for a long time. I think all of my earrings I've had for a long time, right? Um, but they are ones that I've treasured for a long time. Um, they are silver hook earrings, and they look like, from a distance, just sort of silver danglies. And then if you look up close, it's an articulated uh, woman hanging with her um, arms up over her head, stretched over her head, almost like um, in a yoga pose, you know, um, and very long legs. And it feels like um, very powerful goddess feminine energy to me. And I bought these, I remember clearly, in Newport, Oregon. 
near the beginning of my relationship with David. So coming up on 30 years ago, uh, we took the kids on, that was, so it was probably like 25 years ago. Uh, David had a conference in Corvallis and we took the kids with us. It was their first plane flight. And we took them out to the beach in Newport and we tooled around and did some things. It was a very fun trip. And uh, I bought these uh, at a little shop there. And yes, I've always I've always liked these earrings. I um they have nice energy to them. Nice, nice powerfulness. Ah, so yes, I made um the double latte today, uh, feeling a little tired. So I, but I'm making great progress on Sorceress Queen and the Pirate Rogue. I only have like 140 pages to go. So I am on track to finish by tomorrow, which I really, really would love to do. And I think I can do it. Um, it's, yeah, the, the, it hasn't been that bad of a revision. The book is surprisingly tight. It's like, hmm, wonder how I did that. Uh, so yeah, it's only taken a little bit of tightening here and there. And yeah, smoothing things out, weaving in a few things, but otherwise it's pretty good. So I have been breaking my own rule, which I blithely went about on about the other day uh, when I said that it's tempting to do longer on revising, but that I make myself stick to the, the three one-hour sprints. Remember how I was talking about that? Blown out of the water. <laughs> um, so let's see. What happened was on Wednesday. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. What is today? Who am I? What is art? Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely have book brain. I'm putting a lot of mental energy into this revision. And I'll explain partly why I'm doing this, besides the fact that I really want to get this done by tomorrow and sent to my proofreader. I had two dates. I And you guys will notice that I do this on a lot of my deadline stuff, that I have my optimal deadline, and then I'll have sort of an interim deadline, and then a drop-dead deadline. And what happens is, is a lot of people with deadline stuff will ignore the first two deadlines and and just only pay attention to that drop dead deadline. And the drop dead deadline is only useful if you really give weight to those interim deadlines. And it's it's kind of hard to explain how to do it, but you just have to learn to I don't know, deal with yourself that way. And I don't mean like deal with yourself. I mean bargain with yourself um, that, you know, it's like, okay, yes, I know that this is the ideal deadline. Um, and, and if we don't make it, it's not a fail. You know, it goes back to that thing that I was telling you about a long time ago when one of my mentees said that she didn't really want to give herself deadlines because she didn't want to set herself up to fail. And it's, it goes back to knife throwing, right? We were talking about that, the knife throwing that you have to get really good at being happy when you throw the knife and stick the blade in the target, but being happy also if you don't. 
that if you don't stick the target, if the knife bounces off, if it stick, if it hits and falls, because um, sometimes it'll stick just a little bit and then it goes, uh, that that's that that's okay too. That's not a failure. That it's not, or it's not a capital F failure. That it's like sometimes you stick the target and sometimes you don't, and that there's not this emotional component to it, that there's not this huge weight of having um, not done what you set out to do. So, you know, those, the ideal deadline, the interim deadline, it's like you have to treat it with respect and that it's a valuable deadline and it's really the deadline that you want to hit but that you're not a failure if you don't. Does that make sense? Um, and I mean, it's not easy. It, it takes a lot of time of wrangling yourself to, to get that into place. So, so what I ended up, I, I really want to hit this tomorrow deadline, even though I did give, my my absolute drop dead deadline is April eighth, so I do have another week. I there are a lot of reasons. Um, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. Um, there will be no podcast Monday because I will be out of town, and I really want to have this book done before I go so that I can just totally decompress and relax over the weekend. It's a decompress weekend. I'm planning on laying around in the sun and drinking a lot. Um, so anyway, on Tuesday, I had kind of a slow hour to begin with. Uh, Dorinda had given me some notes on Tuesday morning. And so I had to go back and, and fill in a few things. And so it kind of slowed me down. And I decided to go ahead and do two more hours on Tuesday. So I ended up doing five one-hour sprints uh, just to kind of get me up to where I wanted to be again. And then yesterday, Wednesday, um, oops, I did it again. <laughs> uh, because, you know, it, it's pretty simple math, right? Like I know right now I'm at like 343 pages, 92,000 words. And if I want to get done by Friday, then, you know, it's like, okay, I have three days left of editing and that means I have to do at least 90 pages a day, something like that. Then, you know, it's like, okay, well, I wanted to catch up and then I thought, well, maybe if I keep going, I can get ahead of this a little bit because uh, we're heading out Friday afternoon and I would like to have a little, <laughs> little bit of time to like, I don't know, wash my hair and pack. Um so, yeah, my brain is foggy. I can feel it. So I did a lot of pages yesterday. I did another five one-hour sessions. And um, in many ways, while it is draining, it's definitely draining, and I may pay the price for it next week, which is okay because next week I might just catch up on businessy things. Um. It's not bad to do a really intense push as long as you're willing to pay the price after. 
Uh, I know I'm always about the creative sustainability, sustainable creativity. Uh, and I think that's important for the long term. But I do think that if you have the resources and there's good reason to do it and you're willing to take the downtime after, which I am, because I'm going to be out of town the following weekend, too. Um, so gone this weekend and then the following weekend I get to go see my mother. Hi mom. And I plan to do a lot of lying around in the sun there too. Maybe in the shade since it's getting hot in Tucson. So since I know that I've decompressed coming up, it's good to do this push and just get it all done. And I know that it'll be a load off. Um, the other thing with doing a revision like this, especially that's not it's not a really intense revision, right? This is my, it's my smoothing pass uh, because my first draft was fairly tight. Uh, right now, what I'm doing is just making sure that all the threads make their way through the entire book. And, and it helps to do a whole lot of work very intensely because it helps me hold the whole story in my head. I'm making gestures that probably make no sense at all. I always have this idea of, I don't know why I want to draw my hand down over my face. It's like, hold the whole story there. So I'm thinking about it. And I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Even if I were more articulate at the moment, if I had words, I don't think that I would um, be able to explain it very well. So, um, oh yeah. <laughs> a long pregnant pause. It's the only time we can use pregnant with, um, out doing the, without doing bite your tongue, right? Uh, so yeah, zony. I'm kind of zony today, aren't I? I'm trying to think if I have other things to tell you. I mean, it's just, there's a few things going on. Um, we finally, um, David got, had had a real challenge with one of the under cabinet lights and getting the wiring to work. And I ended up helping him with that yesterday evening. And, um, you know, it's one of those things that the kitchen has been in chaos for a while. And I'm probably, I really want to get the kitchen back in order. I think he's, we finally got it to work last night. It was, it, it's, it was like it was wired weird when the house was built. One of those things that you don't discover until you start doing the do-it-yourself remodeling. Uh, I thought we were going to have to call an electrician, but he finally got it solved last night. So, so now he just has to, um, you know, like get all the wires tucked away again and so forth. So, and it's a very awkward position to get to where it's at. It's just really hard to, to get close to it. So I, I would like to get the kitchen back in order. Um, and I have some coaching to do today since I'm going to be out of town. So fortunately, even though I am vague and fuzzy in trying to think about anything else, like last night, it was kind of funny because once I was done, I, you know, David was frustrated. And I said, well, you know, can I help you? And he started drawing me diagrams and explaining the wiring. And I was like, you know what? I cannot bring, I, I, I would love to help you solve this problem. I am, 
I can tell you, I have zero brain capacity. I said, just, you know, like, cause he, you know, he doesn't have great dexterity with the Parkinson's and sometimes he can't do stuff very well. And I'm like, I'm, I can twist the wires together for you if that's what you need me to do. Cause he did, you know, that awkward position and all of that. And I said, but can you just tell me, <laughs> you just say that wire needs to connect to this wire. <laughs> it's like, I don't want any more information than that, please. And that comes back to, you know, what I was talking about a while ago um, about decision energy. And Amanda Boucher made a comment to me that, uh, you know, that she'd understood about decision energy, but she'd never thought about it in terms of writing that, you know, every time you make a decision that it takes a little bit of energy out of you. It's sometimes I think of it as like reversing entropy. Um, and that might feel like a... <laughs> a tangent like going off in left field but i don't think it is because you know right entropy is the the universe's tendency to go towards chaos right for things to come apart so if if you leave something alone it's going to come apart and and we see this all the time right you know things decompose uh you know your house crumbles if you don't take care of it uh left on their own, things are going to come apart. The only way to, to counteract entropy is to put energy into something, right? So you have to build to make to grow to, you know, it, it, you can get down to the chemical equation, you can do the physics equations, um, but basically uh, as a person, right, that you put your personal energy into creating a thing and that goes in the opposite direction. Creating a story is like that. So every time you make a decision, every time you write down words and add a thing and do a thing, you are putting your personal energy into creating it. That's part of voice. That's part of what makes our stories unique, right? The ideas aren't unique, but that energy, your personal energy that goes into those words is what's unique. So revising like this, it's like I'm reading along and I'm constantly making decisions and it's, it's just draining. Uh, fortunately, while I'm in it, and it's probably part of why I'm foggy because I think like I'm I'm working on it even now. I've got all these things that I'm holding in my head. There's the gesture over the face whatever that means, holding it in my head. And it's a really good reason to want to get it done because once it's all done, then I can let it go. So I think that's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go work on this. Um, I'll remind you all that first cup of coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. You will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow morning. You all take care. Bye-bye.